Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to The Real with Remy. I know it has been forever since my last podcast. Well, yeah, actually, I think this is my very first podcast of 2019. Please, please don't hold me hostage to it. It's just shit happens in your life where, you know, you really have to put your energy in the right places and make sure that you're taking care of the things you need to take care of. Nothing bad, you know, at all. But it was just, you know, sometimes God keeps blessing you in a place where you want to always be able to put your best foot forward. So sometimes things that you do as a hobby may not get the best, um, you know, attention. So for that, I apologize. Um, I won't make any promises in the future about my next further uh, podcast. All I will say is that just stay tuned. There's some important things I really want to talk to you about. Well, actually, there's one important thing I really want to discuss today, but I I think it's going to have to be separated into different sections in order for it to be fully discussed, if that makes sense. So please stay with me. I'll be right back. Welcome back. So, as I alluded to in the first, uh, the beginning of this podcast, there was really one thing I want to discuss. And let me let me explain the whole way this conversation began. It, it started a few days ago, and then it progressed into a conversation I had with one of my coworkers today. Um, this conversation, and I'm really, what I really want to discuss, really. It's, it's one-dimensional, and, and normally I don't like discussing one-dimensional things um, because the root of it is so vast. It, it covers so many different territories and so many different things um, from uh, from a very strong range of emotions. Uh, but the, the word is insecurity. And as we all know, insecurity bleeds off into so many different forms of deception and negativity. You know, it goes into where you've been, what you've been doing. You know, why? Because you're doing something and you've been somewhere. <laughs> you know, it, it goes into, uh, am, I, am I fat or am I not as attractive or have I fallen off or all of these different things that insecurity comes in. And, and then you displace those uh, emotions onto the individuals that are closest to you. The people you love the most, basically. You know, um, and that in itself to me is one of the biggest forms of deception uh, because it's beautiful and dark at the same time. You know what I mean? The, the, the beautiful part is to be able to express to someone that you love that, you know what, I, I'm not as confident or I don't know everything or, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out like you are. You know, that's, that's beautiful. What makes it dark is when you say, uh, I need you to answer these questions. You know, I need you to to be an example of perfection because I am imperfect. And if you're not perfect, then I'm going to, you know, X, Y, and Z and cause it to be a negative situation. So these are the deceptions. You know, these are, are things that I always tell people do not, uh, don't ever take ownership of another person's insecurity. You will, at the end of the day, carry the brunt of it all. So we're just going to speak into um, what well, I'm just going to talk about today and just a particular form of insecurity. And this has to do with abuse, abuse in a relationship. And I'm speaking more physical, but I, I, I'm, I'm sure I need to include uh, 
uh, mental. Because both those realities can have some of the same exact effects uh, depending on the individuals and how that verbal or that physical abuse is being delivered. So give me just a few more minutes. We're going to take another uh, small break. And I think I'm going to be able to break down the whole thing. So stay with me. I'll be right back. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Welcome fucking back. (laughs) Yeah, so as I was saying a little bit earlier before the break, um, the deception of insecurity, especially when it comes to physical abuse, is something that I I should be shocked by. I I should be um, used to hearing about, but I I don't think I ever will. Actually, I know I won't. I, I never understood the pathology of men uh, that will put their hands on a female and physically abuse them to the point where it mentally abuses them, where they lose sense of self. And I can only equate that to insecurity. Why would anybody hit someone physically if it wasn't a point to control? Or the the situation was to control. And if you have a need to control in a relationship where that's supposed to be your kind of half, your kind of part, the, the other part of you, then what does that mean? What does that say? And if anything, I can say that that says, first, you don't love yourself. Secondly, you don't know how to love. Third, you are insecure. <laughs> Can we say that's a time bomb? For anybody in a relationship, that's a bomb. That's somebody that... Uh, obviously, you don't love your mother. If you're a man and you hit a woman, you don't love your mother. If you say you do, you're a liar. If you think you do, then that means you don't know how to love. So your version of love is not realistic at all anyway. But to be able to physically assert the masculine energy over a feminine energy, I don't care if she says something disrespectful. I don't care if uh, she hits you first. I'm, I'm not going to be that dude. And I hear a lot of people say, if, if a woman hits you, then you're allowed to hit her back. And that is the reality about that. And I guess I, I don't come from that school. My dad is really old school. I may not be, but my dad is. But one of the core values that I share with him is the fact that you don't put your hands on a female. You definitely don't put your hands on a female you're in a fucking relationship with. That's, oh, I didn't want to (laughs) cuss. I didn't want to cuss. I didn't want to cuss. I was trying to do 2019 differently. But I can't even talk about the situation without keeping it 100. Don't put your hands on a woman. Like... Uh, uh, I, don't even want, I don't even want to finish the podcast I'm starting to get pissed off <laughs> This girl at my job Who's a beautiful girl Explained to me today How someone she's in a relationship with Or someone she was in a relationship with For over a decade 
put their hands on her. This is where it becomes even more difficult. Because the first thing you want to do is look at the man and say, you are a villain. And then the woman is the the victim. In all actuality, that is correct. But the thing about this becomes when you are a grown female, you know what's right, you know what's wrong, you know what you're teaching your kids, you have to be able to govern yourself accordingly. Regardless, because a man is not God. So at the end of the day, you have to protect the God in you and make sure that you can get into the kingdom and you ain't falling asunder based on doing stupid shit. If a man starts showing details of abuse, because it never happens uh, all like he's about to beat your ass on the first date. (laughs) If that happens, run. Shit, if he beat your ass in the first year, run. But what I'm saying is... um, Men are methodical, uh, methodical creatures. So men think about things in a way that's like war. You know what I'm saying? Basic. Women are emotional. They think about things as far as, you know, love. But but men are always, I got to be the king in the castle. I got to be able to control things. And I got to be able to run things. I understand part of that. But my, my theory about that is if you're going to be that in your movie, make sure you got the money to be able to back that reality up. Because she should not be out here struggling, trying to hold a household down. And you still trying to be, you know, Wakanda. And, and you ain't got no Wakanda money, bro. I'm not going to go there either. We're going to go back. I'm sorry. I have a tendency to get off focus when it comes to me talking about stuff like this. But if a man hits you, puts his hand on you, it starts off in stages. You know, at first he'll say things verbally that he never said before when you were dating. Um, and, and then that increases with, you know, a push. And then that push turns into a slap. That slap turns into a punch. That punch turns into, you know, you may not get out of the situation. And, and I think we all have our individual souls and to allow another individual to denigrate that, that, that says a lot. And this is when the mental comes in. You can grow up in a family. For me, I, I grew up in a family that's uh, four generations of college graduates. You know what I'm saying? And in the black culture, that is like a unicorn. <laughs> it's hard to find but for me that was a norm I always grew up in that when I got into other places in different black communities I was like wow so y'all just okay alright and it wasn't a judgment based on the lack of education but it was more of a judgment based on you're judging me because you don't have the background I have now that's another part of insecurity but we'll talk about that another day so, um, with that being said, I just want to kind of end things about this particular subject about insecurity and uh, physical and mental abuse. You know, for anybody that goes through that situation, my heart is out there with you. I pray for you. You know, even though I don't know who you are, I pray for you because I, I, I can only imagine what that's like. I can only imagine, you know. And I think men, as a general, should safeguard women, safeguard our queens and make sure that they are okay and they're good because they got to deal with this fight stronger than any other culture. 
black women have to deal with a struggle that's bigger than black men. And, and it's funny because I'm sure people are going to disagree with me saying that, but it's, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. And I, I've got to really watch from the outside looking in and really see what it's like. And I'm like, you know, I, re, I respect our sisters. You know, everybody's not always balanced on no end. But if a man hits a woman, it's because he's insecure. Point blank. And the interesting thing about relationships is that I find women take ownership of their man's insecurity. This man is hitting you, right? And you're taking ownership of him hitting you. You're giving excuses. You're definitely not leaving. So <laughs> you definitely not leave. What? And, and, and you, you're the ones with the job and you're definitely not leaving. Like it, it can't be that important that you got to have somebody in your arm that don't have a job or not taking care of the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to love yourself. You got to love yourself. So I'm going to end this with a little bit of I guess my little take on the God version of this. If you really love someone and they're hitting you, but you still love them and you want to stay, you have to realize if you stay, you don't love them either. The reason why is because you took ownership of someone else's reaction, physical reaction towards you, your space, your body, and they're not growing. Because if they did it once, they did it again. So how can a person grow if you say, oh, that's okay. You're going to hit me again? Oh, that's okay. You're going to, like, you got to love yourself more. You got to love your children. Because these are generational curses. This is how it happens. And then your kids end up in the situation. And their kids end up in the situation. You have to break the cycle. But when you break the cycle, you need to break it. And, and when I say break it, I'm not talking about not getting back with the person again. When I say break it, I mean you have to break it spiritually. You have to look into yourself and see why did you allow this for so many years when you know other people wouldn't. It, it, it's, and again, this is not a judgment thing. This is a reality thing. Why did you allow it? If it was for your kids, that wasn't a good idea. If it was for yourself and hoping things would change, that wasn't a good idea. If it was for God because you're in a, a marriage and, and you're trying to make things work, that's not a good idea either. Because I'm sure God don't want you to get your ass whooped. Sorry. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. I hope you can relate to what I've been saying. Um, I don't mean anything negative or judgmental. I just have questions. I have thoughts thoughts and questions that's that's pretty much how i run things so please continue to keep listening to future updates of my podcast and as always good life peace